All right, what up, everybody, and welcome back to the Smooth Swings Podcast. And today, I am super excited to bring on Mr. Andrew Herbert. Andrew is a two-time World Long Drive Championships qualifier and currently ranked number 58th in the world. We had an awesome podcast. He brings a ton of information as far as the insights on what goes on in the World Long Drive Championships qualifying events and shares with us the gear he's using, the training he's using, the nutrition he's using, the whole nine yards. I mean, it was an absolute pleasure to have this guy on. I think you guys are going to absolutely love this podcast. So with all that said, let's go ahead and bring him on. Okay, here we go. Please welcome into the show two-time World Long Drive Championships qualifier and currently ranked 58th in the world, Mr. Andrew Herbert, a.k.a. Thor. How's it going, my man? Hey, Doug. Doing well. Thanks for having me. Oh, pleasure's all mine, man. And I got to say, the nickname Thor is very fitting. That's for sure. If anybody hasn't <laughs> checked this out, I was like, wow, I don't think you could have had a better nickname there. Oh, man, I, I definitely, uh, you know, live it up to the fullest. I have a lot of fun with it. How'd you end up getting that nickname? I mean, I see it totally, but <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so, I get it. Uh, to be honest with you, I've kind of had it for quite a while. My uh, folks were... Um, pretty lenient with my haircut when I was growing up. So I always had a pretty long, long length to my hair. And uh, I think it was either my grandmother or maybe it was just my brother, but uh, they referred to me as baby Thor when I was growing up. <laughs> so thankfully awesome. that name didn't stick, but the last part. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's but yeah, cool. I think, uh, you know, anytime you can bring any kind of, you know, fun persona like that into a professional sport, it, it has another factor. Oh, absolutely. I love it. I mean, I, I can't say enough about it. I think it's cool. So, uh, so Andrew, I'm just looking over your bio. I got to say it's extremely impressive, man. With only being in the game for two years, I mean, you're, you're making some quick headway in this sport. You know, I'm becoming a very quick and very involved fan of yours. That's for sure. Um, but I appreciate that. Yeah. What I'd like to do is uh, have you share a little bit about who you are, your background and what you've accomplished up to this point. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, like you said, you know, this is my second year of doing uh, the World Long Drive events. Um, I started out at my very first event was in uh, 2018, March of 2018 in um, Columbia, South Carolina at the East Coast Classic. And, uh, you know, that was kind of, you know, putting my feet in the water, testing it out, seeing how it felt. And I got to be honest, I didn't really know what to expect. I thought there was going to be one of two outcomes. I would go there and uh, I would just definitely being shown up and <laughs> it would be one of those situations yeah. where like okay you know maybe this isn't for me or you know i'd go there i'd be competitive and it would you know i'd fall in love with it and i want to keep going and thankfully that's the uh, the result that happened at that very first event um but you know i'm not i'm not too big of a guy i'm probably you know 510 on a good day what um and Your instagram <laughs> makes you look like you're seven five <laughs> well, hey, you know, it's all about the camera angle. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but uh, so speaking of you know, 7.5, the very first guy I ever saw at that East Coast Classic in March of 2018 was Mike Dobbins. And if you're not Dude, familiar with him. Yes. The guy is six big. foot nine, 380 pounds. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> so I saw him Dude, walking my beast. way and I was like, yeah, I was like, all right, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not in the right sport. This yeah, is sure. <laughs> um, but obviously but, uh, you, you know, I, I went. Yeah, you know, I went to that event and I missed the afternoon finals both days by just a few yards. And uh, I felt very accomplished for that point in my training because I'd only been 
swinging with a long drive club for, you know, probably seven months at that point. Um, so being able to have a few, few drives over 400 yards and be competitive in my first event, it was kind of that sort of rite of passage feeling like, okay, you know, this is, this feels right. I'm going to keep going. So, um, I went to Memphis, uh, the Memphis qualifier bluff city shootout in June of last year. Um, that's hosted by Spencer McDaniel, who's an awesome guy. He's, uh, you know, lives in Memphis and make sure it's always a good setup there. And uh, on the first day, I was able to make it into the afternoon finals and then uh, ended up finishing third in the finals to get my first exemption into the world championships. And, uh, you know, that's kind of when a lot of uh, a lot of things sort of started connecting for me and sort of figuring out a lot as far as like the swing adjustments I needed to make in order to, you know, be more consistent, um, you know, more efficient and uh, started working with my swing coach, who's actually my former college golf teammate, Aaron Aceto, who's a swing pro up in New Jersey. And, uh, you know, he's been an awesome help to me throughout really this entire journey. And he's one of the guys who suggested I even get involved with long drives. Um, but, you know, <clears throat> between June and uh, the world championships of last year, we've really worked hard on getting more speed in my swing and just becoming more efficient in ball striking. And so I'd say because I have a traditional golf background, you know, playing college golf, I'm able to, you know, kind of have that consistent ball striking and find the center of the face um, more often than others. And finding the, finding the grid is a little bit of a, an advantage I think I have. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Just, just looking over your bio, uh, like I had mentioned before, your lowest round is a 64. So, I mean, you're, you're really no stranger to the golf swing, you know, by any means, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's pretty I've impressive. been playing golf since I was about six years old and, okay. um, ended up getting a golf scholarship to play at uh, Savannah college of art and design in Savannah, Georgia. And, uh, yeah, we went to the national championships there three out of the four years I was there. And it was just a blast Had a, a great group of guys. I, I played golf with down there and, um, you know, lifelong memories, that kind of thing, and just really able to dedicate a lot of time to the game. And now you're here, so it all works out. And now I'm here, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you're doing a you're doing a hell of a job on Instagram, just uh, you know, basically promoting yourself. You know, you've got training, you got protein going on in there. The elf picture, I mean, I almost cried when I seen that. I was like, this dude is awesome. I was like, that is the greatest picture I've ever you. seen. I think that's like uh, so immediately. My, my, I was like, fiance I and I have a, <laughs> my fiance and I have a ton of fun with our Christmas photos. Uh, but yeah, we always try to do something a little off the wall with those. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm glad it, you found that. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. It was awesome. That's for sure. That was one of the. <laughs> the main points that drew me to you. I was like, all right, he's that's great. He's pretty cool. Hey, so um, <laughs> as far as the being there at the world long drive championships and qualifying, uh, I understand there's, they implemented a new rule this year, uh, I guess with the point system. Um, do you want to maybe explain that a little bit? Yeah. So um, it kind of falls into what I was talking about with, you know, ball striking and being consistent. But uh, so in 2018, you could hit, all eight of your balls OB, meaning you missed the grid, and you would still pick up 25 points. Sometimes you would pick up 37 and a half points if, you know, two people hit them OB in one set. And so there was a sort of a, a push to not reward people who don't hit the grid. Um, you know, and it, it made a lot of sense to a lot of people. So right. this year, you know, the very first event beginning in 2019, they implemented that new rule where, 
if you have all eight balls and none of them hit the grid, then you get zero points. And uh, it's actually been, I think, a great improvement to the sport. And it's also a, affected quite a few quite a few hitters this year. Oh, already. I'm sure. Yeah. But overall, you, I mean, you probably feel like it's, it was definitely necessary, I would assume. You know, it sounds like. Oh, it. absolutely. Yeah. You, you had a couple scenarios last year where it, it made a huge difference for people, um, you know, who were having, you know, two, one or two sets of hitting it, you know, OB all eight times, and then they were still advancing. And so there's kind of some change that needed to happen with that. Yeah, for sure. That sounds, sounds great. Uh, could you take us through just, what what qualifying's like what exactly you what do you got to do you know when you get there what's what's the whole thing you know i'm oh absolutely qualifying is uh man it's its own separate beast from the tour events that you see on tv um you have you know anywhere from you know 80 to 160 guys out there you know so the range is just packed with people you have all this energy and nerves and anxiety and, you know, oh, yeah. testosterone flowing out there. You got oh, yeah. people, oh, yeah. you know, getting, yeah, getting their music going and everything. Uh, so the energy level is just at a premium and uh, it's, it's all set up to where it's over two days and uh, you have three winners on each day. So six people total at each event will uh, advance to the world championships. Um, but, you know, you get there early because sometimes you, you're in that eight o'clock morning group and, you don't need any help waking up because you know you already have that adrenaline and oh yeah nerves going at least i do <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> um but uh yeah yeah so you're you're basically just hitting hitting balls trying to get the muscles on the same level as your you know your mindset and your adrenaline um <clears throat> but as soon as you know your name gets called as the on deck circle or you know if there's a five minute out call that's when you really focus in and you stop you stop being friends with the people around you and you kind of focus right. on the, the task at hand but as soon as you step onto that, that um, tee box and you see the grid and, um, you know, you, you see the flags on each side, you see which way the wind's going, it's, it's, it's a great setup. It's, you know, it, it feels like you're stepping up to the plate at a home run derby contest, um, you know, every single time you tee up a ball. So that feeling is something that I think is unparalleled in any other sport is, you know, you're, you're trying to be the Babe Ruth, you're trying to be the Jose Canseco, you know, every time you're swinging the club. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm like just, I'm so pumped right now, just you explaining that, I can't even <laughs> breathe. It's like, wow, oh, yeah, it sounds it amazing. Makes me, it makes me want to compete. I'm glad, <laughs> I, I'm glad I got a competition this weekend. <laughs> yeah, for, for sure. So is it the same as um, tour uh, events as far as eight ball? Like, do you have to hit a certain amount of balls in a certain amount of time or how does it work with qualifying? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's it's similar to tour events in the fact that you get eight balls in three minutes. Um, however, the there is no point system until you get to the final qualifying in the afternoon. So it's it, you know being a, a newcomer to the sport back in March of 2018, that first event I was I was kind of learning exactly what the format was to be honest because uh, it's a little tricky. So there are four time slots. There's an eight o'clock, nine o'clock, ten o'clock, and eleven o'clock. And the four top hitters from each of those four time slots advance to the afternoon finals. So at the end of the day, you have 16 guys, the top four from each time slot hitting against each other in a round robin format. So it kind of whittles it down from, you know, over 100, 100 hitters down to the top 16 for that day. So once you get into that final round robin sort of battle royale, it's, it's uh, you face everyone once. There's four guys on the tee box, you know, at, at, on every set. 
and it's a five set, you know, battle to death, um, top three advanced sort of format where um, if you get first place in your set, you get 200 points, second place, 100, third place, 50, fourth place, 25. But again, if you don't hit any in the grid, you get zero points. <laughs> right. Gotcha. Wow. That's, that's pretty intense. So how many times, how many balls are you hitting by the time that you actually qualified and, and placed? Man, so you, it's really up to you. You're, you're there, you're warming up, you're hitting balls to make sure your muscles are ready. Um, and then you can, you can purchase as many um, morning time slots as you can afford or want to. That's, that's really right. up to the hitter. Um, so if you see some guys out there who are hitting, you know, four or five times in each, each time. So I wouldn't say five times, but it's hitting quite often in, in each time slot and, and then going back and hitting a lot of balls to practice in between sets. So some of these guys, man, upwards of, you know, 400 balls in a day. It's Holy a lot, shit. a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of hitting, a lot of fatigue involved at times. So you got to make sure you're eating enough and, you know, getting sure. your fluids in and all that. Um, but, you know, you, you also see the opposite of that. You know, you might see, one of the more seasoned guys coming in who's pretty high up in the ranks and he knows you pretty much only need one or two slots to make it to the afternoon. So he might, might, might arrive late, you know, get there for the 11 o'clock set and advance. And so he's only hitting, you know, maybe 60 balls in a day. Only. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No problem. Because I mean, at the end, yeah, the final qualifying, you, you're hitting, you know, 40 balls just for your competition set. Wow. Not to mention all the practice balls in between. Yeah, that's that's pretty intense. I, I I didn't know it was to that extent, but man, that's that's definitely pretty impressive. Yeah, it's it's a marathon out there. It's you know you kind of have to mentally prepare for a long day, and uh, that's something I definitely did not know at my very first event. I thought you could only get one time slot, and you got only one shot to make it to the final. <laughs> so you know yeah. I rolled up there, you know bright eyed or bushy tail, like, all right, I'm ready to go. And mm-hmm. I saw other people's names, you know, four or five times on the sheet. And I was like, I didn't know I could do that. <laughs> Live and learn. Yeah, so, That's cool. Yeah. It takes some, some uh, experience for sure. As far as your equipment goes, uh, before we started the podcast, we were talking a little bit and I had mentioned that uh, crank golf is just dominating the, the grid. Just, they're just murdering everything. They're, it just seems like they're, they're just, <laughs> absolutely amazing i mean lance reader just seems like he really found that niche and it's really come a long way i guess you could say as far as you know if you if you've uh have you had any encounters with lance and and the crank group what equipment are you using right now yeah absolutely so you know first and foremost lance is an awesome guy um you know i've actually had a couple phone calls with him and um even at worlds last year um he was getting all of his crank team members dialed in and set up he had his equipment out there checking all the club faces and you know i just happened to be walking by on my way to to go warm up and i you know <clears throat> went over to say hello and he offered to uh have my equipment tested even though i was not hitting any crank drivers at the championships but that's just kind of the the attitude he has towards the sport um the respect he has for long drive and the, the athletes that come out in general um he's just a, a good face and a good name for the sport itself you know, just really kind of evoking that overall brotherhood of what the long drive athletes are and you know, acceptance and making sure everybody's all set. Um, but yeah, I mean, Crank has just some of the some of the best guys out there. They've 
Team Cranky, you know, has a stacked list. I feel like they could have their own. Yeah, it just. Yeah, I know. I was just to. about to say. I was just about to say that it's just like they could do their own, and it, they would be full. You know, absolutely. Yeah, definitely doing it. Yeah, I heard you talking in one of your other podcasts about some of the uh, the guys overseas, and I think uh, that's another thing is Crank does a great job of uh, reaching out to these guys and, and making sure that they're set up over there. And you know, you got guys like James Tate in Scotland, and you know Martin Borgmeier in Germany, yeah. and. You know, those guys are, first of all, just awesome people, great personalities, but super talented. And, and you know, they, they have, uh, they're already team crank. So, you know, you, you got to, that, that speaks for itself right there. Yeah. I was going to ask you if you had come in contact with uh, Borgmeier because he seems like a pretty cool guy to kind of kick it with a little <laughs> bit. You know, he's, his his Instagram page is awesome. It's it's hilarious. You know, I, did, I didn't know if you had a chance to maybe shoot the shit with him or not. Oh yeah, yeah. Martin's a great guy. Um, you know what's what's funny about you saying I look tall in my Instagram, and I'm actually you know five ten. Is you know I thought he wasn't wasn't too tall, and then you know I met him, and he's you know probably like six three, six four, and a former basketball player. I was like, oh okay, you know that makes sense. You're just a supreme athlete, right? Yeah, <laughs> but for uh, sure. no, he's he's an awesome dude. He and I actually were in the same um, pool of players hitting against each other at Worlds last year. So that was the first time I met him. Um, was at you know world championships in 2018 and then we were uh, stacked against each other again at uh, the smashing the sun action tour event this year Um, you know we buddied up on the range and he's one of those guys that just brings positivity and and intensity like don't get me wrong he's the ultimate competitor but he's also just a, a bright positive guy who you know, is making sure you're, you're, you're all set. You're, you're a buddy, you're a good guy. And then, then it's competition mode after that. <laughs> that's awesome. That is, that is really cool to hear. Yeah. He's, he's definitely a yeah. good face for the sport. That's for sure. So I'm, as far as your driver right now, what driver shaft combo are you using right now? Yeah. So, uh, I've had um, some help from Callaway, uh, you know, Anthony Newville is a great guy. He's in charge of the long drive team for Callaway. Um, they sent me out two driver heads last year. Uh, so I have the X2 Hot driver heads, the XR16s, and then I'm about to get the uh, Epic Flash long driver uh, from Callaway. And to be honest, I get just incredible numbers with these driver heads that you know I, I, I really hate to ever have to give them up, <laughs> but uh, yeah. they uh, they just perform really well with the uh, shafts I have in them. And I have quite a few different options, you know, just for the different sort of uh, scenarios that I'll be put into out there on the grid because you never know which way the wind's going you never know if it's going to be a soft grid or a hard grid and you gotta you know, have it be all carry um, but i'm having uh my basically my gamer driver which is the xr16 it's a five degree face and then i, I drop it down to a four degree with the uh you know the callaway cogs on there and then i have a fujikura um you know pro 53k uh 2x shaft <clears throat> that uh is, is sort of the uh, the one that I start out with, and you know if I can control it, <laughs> if it's right. uh, you know they say the the best shafts are you know the the softest that you can control, um, then I'll go with that one because it's it's so light, it makes me feel speedy and quick, and uh, you know my sequencing is always really good with that. Uh, it's a 48 inch shaft, and then uh, if for some reason that's just not quite working out with me, I also have a House of Forged uh, platinum shaft that I got from Nick Kiefer. Um, it's about a 47 and a quarter in length, which is just a little bit shorter than the other one. Um, but that's a 3X shaft that uh, I put into another XR16 driver head. 
Okay. Can you feel that? Is there a, a big difference in feel when just those little numbers are, you know, 48 and 47? You, you, you can. Um, it's one of those things where maybe it's mental, maybe it's not. <laughs> like right. It's, uh, you know, you just, you know, there's a difference, whether it's, you know, the kick point in the shaft or, uh, you know, if you're, you know, squaring out the club early enough in your swing. It's just those subtle things that you as the, you know, the swinging individual, you, you really feel it at different points in your swing. So uh, it, it's it's good to kind of have that variance of uh, equipment just in case, you know, one day, you, you know, you might show up and you, you need a, a little something different. Sure. Okay. That's, a, no, that's awesome. That's, that's great info right there. Um, do you, yeah. do you have a, pr- a preference on, you know, what type of grip that you use or what size are you using? Oh, like man, a mid-size I, I'd love to, say, I'd love to say I do. Um, okay. To be honest, <laughs> uh, to be honest with you, I, I, I just use kind of whatever the, the shaft comes with. If the shaft is new, then I'll, I'll go to the, uh, you know, the golf pride. They have some pretty awesome options. They got that. Um, what is it? The tour wrap, I think uh, series of it. Um, really, I'm just looking for something that I can hold on to with swinging the club that fast. <laughs> yeah. Sure my my grip doesn't thing. flip. Yeah, exactly. So um, almost need a safety you know, I'm, not, I'm not too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, that, if that happened, that would probably be a good thing. Cause, you know, you see some guys out there and that club does fly. Oh, I'm sure. But yeah. I'm, I'm not really a grip, grip snob. I'll pretty much swing anything that feels good. You know, as far as the size, it's not really anything I've really looked into. I know I should probably like optimize all of my equipment at some point, but I think that comes when you have sponsors and you have the, uh, you know, the launch right. monitor at the ready a little more often. It'll be coming shortly for you. I, I definitely see that in your future. <laughs> that's you. for I, sure. I, I hope so. Thank so you. I'm going to throw this out there. I got to ask, I'm a shoes dude. So like <laughs> you, you into these, uh, what are the athlons that everybody's wearing or is this a gimmick? You know, that's a great question. Um, and I, I'm going to be honest with you. I've heard some mixed reviews. Um, as far as the performance, uh, the durability, I, I can't really speak to that other than, you know, living vicariously through some of the other guys who have them. Um, but something they are doing incredibly well is supporting the, uh, long drive for heroes campaign, which is, uh, something that Jay Milinicek yep. started, who's also a long drive competitor. And, uh, <clears throat> it's really making sure that like their proceeds and their efforts are going to great causes like the, the folds of honor. And like I said, long drive for heroes. But uh, as far as the performance, like I understand what they're trying to do with like the insole being at a certain angle to really promote ground force power like that. I completely agree with, you know, I just haven't tried them out. I I don't quite necessarily like the look of them to be honest. Yeah. They're they're not very stylish at all. Yeah. (laughs) they, they, They have a ton of great names wearing them. So, you know, for, right. for whatever that's worth, you know, by all means, go for it. But uh, yeah. I think I'll stick to my shoes until until they send me a, a free pair. <laughs> well, sure, of course. I mean, it's like, you know, Tiger Woods wears the Nike Zoom, and then all of a sudden there's $100 million in sales in Nike Zoom, you know, and right. they suck, you know. But that's that's just the way it is. I just had to ask, you know, because I'm kind of a shoes guy, and I, I was super Yeah, no, you know, I, I honestly, uh, you know, I have, I have a couple pairs of Under Armour shoes. I have a couple pairs of Nikes. I have a, you know, I used to have some Adidas. I think Adidas makes great shoes, but something I've always wanted to try is Foot Joy, even though I've never actually had a pair. They just look like they're built really well. They could probably withstand a beating, which 
in long drive, you do put a beating on all of your equipment, including your shoes <laughs> and your that's, body. Uh, that's t- something I'll try to find <laughs> and your body for sure. Yeah. yeah you always got to bring that foam roller with you. What's your diet look like? What's your nutrition look like? I mean, you taking supplements, protein, so, or, you know, what's your regimen? Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's kind of a, a big part of the game itself as well as just taking good care of your body. I was having a talk with Mitch Dobbin about that same thing um, at the uh, action event. And <clears throat> man, if you want some knowledge about good nutrition, talk to Mitch Dobbin because he was just a wealth of knowledge for me and sort of learning his routine and uh, you know what he does um, kind of helped me sort of make sure I was doing the same thing <laughs> and like kind of right. making sure I was in check. But uh, I also have a great support group here in my house with my fiance, who's almost basically my nutritionist she, she you know she helps meal prep she makes these amazing um they're we're actually going with a keto diet right now so okay you know high fat a uh, decent amount of protein and very low carbs so what that does for us is um provides me with a lot more energy in the day um, it also helps my body uh burn fat as an energy source which uh you know i think is important because then you're not relying on carbs as your only energy source um, right. And I also have protein shakes during the day to make sure that my body's still performing at an optimum. It's not trying to you know, starve itself or not looking for any added nutrients throughout the day. I make sure to feed it what it needs. And uh, I'm probably consuming close to 2,800 calories a day just to make sure that, you know, again, I'm maintaining a certain level of mass behind, you know, the the five foot 10 body that I do have. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, you're not small by any means. So that's, <laughs> that's for sure. I mean, you look pretty, pretty big. Look like, you know, it looks like you're, you're definitely ready for the game. That's for sure. Yeah. I appreciate that. It's a, it's a lot of effort in the gym. It's a lot of effort, uh, even more so, you know, at, at the dinner table, to be honest. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And that's, that's real cool when you have that type of support at home. My wife, she definitely, uh, loves it and she hates it. You know, she's, she's like, what do you want for dinner this week? I'm like, you know, the same as the last four months, chicken and fish and all this. She just (laughs) hates it, but you know, she's definitely supportive as well. So it definitely helps when you have something like that at home. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and to that, to that same aspect, she's also my fiance, Amanda is a great support um, because she's also a yoga instructor. So, you know, keeping my body, uh, you know, loose and, and stretched and refreshed is, is crucial and you know she makes sure i'm doing the right stretching and taking the time and you know proper uh technique to ensure that my muscles recover have you trained with uh bobby peterson at all over at uh you know i have not had the chance to um bobby's an awesome guy Um, i reached out to him a little while ago i think that was probably um right after worlds last year actually just kind of seeing if he had any uh, openings because you know a, I just love to pick the guy's brain. He's a, a wealth of knowledge in the sport. He's been around long drives for yes. years, and you know he has that one-stop power shop team of just complete athletes and, and monsters in the sport. Um, both both men and women. Like he has, you know, Chloe Garner and you know, Sandra Carlberg and all these great great people on his team. Um, and you know he was he was extremely open. He he texted me right back. He said, "Hey man, I, I, I you know, love to help you out." But he had just had knee surgery, so oh, he was, uh, you know, re- recovering from that. And then, you know, I, I, you know how life happens. Some things came up, and I was never able to go down there um, once he recovered from his surgery. But, uh, you know, I, I see him at the long drive events. Um, I saw him in Memphis. He was there with his team. I saw him in Arizona. And he's always the guy who will come up to you and shake your hand. And, um, you know, again, just that awesome 
sort of brotherhood of the, the long drivers and the coaches is just, you know, it being accepting and welcoming of, of you know, everyone who's out there. And um, Bobby portrays that really well. <clears throat> so, you know, eventually I'd love to get down there. He, I see he has a brand new facility. He's got his own um, outdoor long drive area. You know, I, I kind of think he might host an event someday. I can't help but to think that. <laughs> um, and if, if he does that, I'll definitely be down there. Started following him on Instagram and they're doing some crazy drive at like nighttime and, and all sorts of stuff. I mean, he's got a whole <laughs> staple full of, you know, thoroughbreds. That's for sure. So he obviously oh, yeah. knows what he's doing, yeah. doing, doing very well. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Well, we've uh, dropped quite a few names, uh, you know, Bobby Peterson, Lance Reeder, Jay Melendechek, Martin Borgmeyer. I just wanted to ask one more if I can. Um, <laughs> sure thing. So do you know, what's Kyle Berkshire like? Do you know? So I honestly, I have not had the pleasure of, um, you know, meeting him and like discussing long drive in person with him. But when I first got into long drive, so back in, you know, the fall of 2017, when I had you know first picked up a 48 inch club and was swinging it around, um, that was sort of Kyle Berkshire's breakout year. Uh, you know, that was, I think he finished high up at Worlds in t- 2017. And he's somewhat of a local guy to where I'm from. So I live in Virginia. He lives right across the street in Maryland. <laughs> so okay. I just happened to reach out to him on social media, not really expecting much, just, you know, saying congratulations on his recent success and would love to, uh, you know, meet up and play some golf sometime because, you know, he's a former college golfer as well. And uh, he, he reached back out immediately, you know, and just the fact that somebody who's, you know, experiencing this, you know, quasi celebrity through the sport of long drive who is still able to, you know, sort of respond to you know other people on social media and be open to that that's just that says a lot about the guy's character and you know i think following him and his uh he's very open about where he sees the sport needing to go in order for it to be successful and you know on his social media and you can tell he has a good head on his shoulders and uh, a good sense of the sport itself and you know what needs to happen so you know, I'm a big fan. I'm, you know, I'd love to, uh, you know, be on the on the stage with him soon. I think that might happen here in uh, oh, yeah. Atlantic City this week. So hoping to hoping to, you know, see him and introduce myself in person. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I'm I'm a big fan of his as well. He's he seems like a pretty cool guy. So, um, yeah. as far as the Atlanta, um, basically describe what's about to happen for you here shortly. Yeah. So, uh, you know, my fiance and I are packing up and heading to Atlantic City here uh, Sunday as the first round of the boardwalk bash is on Monday morning. <clears throat> um, it starts out with 54 guys. So, you know, the, the televised portion of the tour event, it only shows the final eight. Um, you know, I think it would be awesome if they had, you know, some coverage of the entire event. So you could really see exactly. you know, what, uh, what it takes, what it takes to get to that top eight is it's exactly. pretty phenomenal. Um, you know, I speak to some guys here and there and I ask them if they watch long drive and they say, absolutely. Um, but it, it seems like there's only eight guys on tour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like watching and, the same uh, people, you know, but there's yeah, so much yeah. behind so, the, behind what they're trying to show, which they don't show enough of. It just pisses me off, but you know, it, yeah, it yeah. they had all these talks, you know, with, uh, I guess Matt, uh, Farrell, I guess they got him on, right. um, to promote the sport and all this. And the more I keep diving into it and it's like the, the more it's like a, it's like a treasure hunt, you know, just to find 
some information on it, you know, or trying to catch a glimpse yeah. of it. I'm like, man, I'm about to get a camera and run down there to these qualifiers <laughs> and do my own shit. You know what I mean? Just Well, just you know, I, I tell you what, like, oh. it, it would be appreciated and you wouldn't be the first guy to say that. <laughs> um, but I do have to say, you know, Matt Farrell's a great guy. He's been very, uh, he's been very transparent, um, you know, taking over for, uh, you know, this, this professional sport. He, you know, since player surveys out a lot, he, he makes sure that our opinions and our, our questions are, are met and answered. Um, you know, there, there was actually a time where um, they had my world ranking points incorrect on the website. And, you know, that's that's a petty thing for some people. But for me, being a newcomer, it's, it's very important <laughs> that I have Damn right. points that I've earned. <laughs> um, just because, you know, when, once you get inside the top 50, it's a lot easier to register for tour events. So I'm kind of right on that bubble and you know, I was making sure if there was any way, you know, if there, there's any points that I'm earned, you know, I want to make sure that it's, it's, it's on that website. And uh, I actually reached out to him and he, he emailed me back, you know, within 20 minutes and he said, I'm, I'm so sorry to hear this. We're going to make sure that that gets taken care of. You know, here's such and such as the email who takes care of the website information, blah, blah, blah. So he, you know, for uh, just like it, just like it is with everything, there's a ton of different ways to uh, solve the problem. And even though I might not agree with all of the, you know, the, the solutions that they're coming up with, they are doing a, a good job of at least um, reaching the players' opinions and points and, and making sure we're heard. That's that's awesome to hear. Yeah. So um, I guess we can go ahead and kind of wrap this up. I, I know you're you're getting ready, packing the car, getting uh, trying to get your mind right, trying to get out the door. Yeah. I get that. So um, I just want to thank you again for for coming on, and I finally got my first inside the ropes guy. So super stoked about that. That's for sure. If somebody wants to contact you, where do they get a hold of you? And I've almost forgot. We're talking about some kind of charity events that you do as well. So if you want to maybe talk about those two things and then we'll wrap it up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, just talking about the charity events, um, I've teamed up with Charity Golf International, which is a great organization that literally services, you know, Canada, America, any, any sort of uh, charity golf event that's out there, they send professional long drivers to, um, to entertain, to hit balls for the groups and ultimately raise money for these great charities and great organizations that uh, you know, need to help. So I've been doing that since, uh, <clears throat> since April. It's been extremely rewarding. You know, not only do you get to go out there and hit balls and say, that's your job for the day, but you know, you're meeting some some incredible golfers, some incredible people, and some of the people who are actually directly benefiting from these charity events. Um, you know, I met an individual in uh, <clears throat> Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, earlier this year who has a muscular dystrophy, and just kind of getting to sit there and talk with him and hear his experiences and you know hear hear his life life story. It's a very rewarding thing to uh, you know not only go out there and be a long driver, but also hear the stories of the people who are you know, benefiting from these events itself. Yeah. I mean, for sure. That's the, I mean, that's basically what it's all about contribution and just bringing value to other people that, you know, aren't so fortunate. So I think that's, that's very rewarding, you know, as far as what you're doing. So, um, as far as, uh, how can people get a hold of you? Yeah. So, uh, I have a website, which is thorlongdrive.com. Um, I try to keep that updated with, uh, you know, all my social media feeds, which uh, I would say you can also reach out to me on Instagram, which is my last name, Herbert Golf. That's uh, simple enough. And I am on Twitter. I need to be more active on Twitter, but, you know, don't we all? Yes. Um, and that's uh, 
at Thor Long Drive is my, my Twitter handle. Um, but yeah, just, uh, you know, reach out to me. If you have any questions about Long Drive or the golf swing, I'm, I'm always happy to help. All right. That's awesome, man. Well, I got to say, I definitely want to have you back, you know, eventually sometime, get through your season and uh, definitely would love to, to chat with you again and, and see how this year pans out. So I would say uh, have a safe trip. Uh, good luck. I will be definitely watching every second that I can on Instagram. So make sure you keep it up. <laughs> that's the only way well, I can I'd love do. to be back on your show sometime <laughs> soon. I definitely appreciate you, you having me on and uh, it's been an honor and a pleasure and I appreciate your support, Doug. All right. Well, thanks, Andrew. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. Take care. Okay. So there you have it, folks. I hope you enjoyed this show and definitely reach out to Andrew if you have any questions or just looking for some basic information or even on your charity events. And remember his website is www.thorlongdrive.com and his Instagram page is Herbert Golf. So definitely reach out to this guy. Obviously you found out he's super cool and we all look forward definitely to see him compete this year. And remember to subscribe to this podcast so we can keep all this wonderful information flowing. So That's all I got for this week. I hope you all enjoyed it. And as always, we'll talk to you.